Hey there, you're listening to Movies Not Music, the bi-weekly Waves on the Shore series where Jaron walks me through the wild world of the film industry. We're so glad you're here today. All that's left to do is kick back, relax, and enjoy. We're not biased, we just don't like bad music. That was disgusting. <laughs> Bro, just said one. I start. <laughs> what? Let me count you in. One. Well, there was also like a three-second pause of silence. Yeah, because I was Cause waiting for you to count down. Because my said, brain forgot what down. I was doing. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what's spectacular, Jaron? Huh. I don't know. Tell me, Evan. Us. We. Yeah. Are spectacular. Yeah. You know what also be spectacular? If we talked about the spectacular now. I was thinking if your passport comes in time so you can come to the John Mayer concert with that would also that would that would also be spectacular. But we are also talking about the spectacular (laughs) now. Oh, what a segue. And that and that that see, that's what separates us from the rest of the podcast. Right. Like that. It's jokes and intros and transitions like that that just separate us from the pack. Joe Rogan could never. We are just better. We, we're built different when you break it down joe rogan fight me right now like that's the thing right when you when you mm-hmm. narrow it down based on statistics and numbers we are the best podcast in the world and that's not even considering the fact that it's us so yeah. like you know it's a runaway um but yeah this episode of movies not music we are talking about the spectacular now now you said this is yeah. in your top three of movies did i read that text correctly um so on Letterboxd, you know how you can have those favorite... You, yes. I, I know you haven't messed with Letterboxd a whole lot. Not a whole lot. But I think... Was it last Movies Not Music episode? That we got One of the up. last episodes of the podcast, we set up... You set up a Letterboxd yep. and messed with it a little bit. Um, But on Letterboxd, you can have four films like on your profile that are like your favorite. Right. So when people view your profile, they can see that. The Spectacular Now is one of those movies. How often um, do you change that? When I feel like it. Like, it's not often. Um, so I, this is up there. A few weeks ago, I did switch out... Oh, crap, what was it? I, I put uh, Cha-Cha Real Smooth in, and I took out... Um, uh, what did I... T- I think I took out Begin Again, which is a good movie that I think you'll like, and we will more than likely be watching it. But, um, yeah, The Spectacular Now is easily uh and for reasons we'll get into i it's just easily one of my favorite movies just ever like and i think i think that it is perfectly imperfect if that makes sense it's imperfect yeah (laughs) oh yeah i'll back you on that (laughs) (laughs) this will be interesting okay um but basically this this movie was released in 2013 Stars Miles Teller and Shailene Woodley. Shout out to my my girl Shailene Woodley. Um, is that Amy? Uh huh. Okay. And uh, yeah, Miles Teller is Sutter. Shailene Woodley is. By the way, if you told me Amy, if you told me Miles Teller was Drake Milligan, I would have believed you. I was like, they, man, what I, the heck is some? Never, if Drake hmm. Milligan and John Party had a child, it was the main character. It was Sutter Kelly or Keeley, like. Hmm. I couldn't get that out of my head. I was like, bro's about to like, I'm just never... putting the coin in the jukebox. I'm like, oh man, he's about to go win American <laughs> Idol. Oh <Watch> man. 
<laughs> oh shoot! Here no, comes actually, the plot twist. That's an interesting kind of thing that you brought up there because I never I, thought it about was that. almost distracting. I almost couldn't get it out of my head. I was like, this needs to escape and my train of thought. I have seen this movie many times. I I didn't rewatch it because I've just been so busy this week. I told you to watch it though. Um, uh, but essentially just bare bones plot is it's basic. It's not like a super complicated, like complex story to understand. It's basically Sutter's the life of the party. And one day he wakes up after getting drunk. He wakes up just in some random person's yard and Amy is out helping her mom run the paper route. And well, she's doing it for her. And Amy's like, uh, Hey there, bud. You want to, you want to wake up and maybe not, 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 not sleep in my front yard. Like. <laughs> yeah. And maybe not do this. And so, uh, and Sutter's like, you know what? I need a ride. So I'll just help you with your paper route. And so they kind of become like, because Sutter's getting over a breakup. He had like, that's true. Prom yes. queen. You didn't really mention that Sutter had, My bad. has the like picture perfect relationship gets dumped due to misunderstandings because you know, women, they don't understand things like that. Um, uh-huh. and so then he's like, of course, ah, uh, shoot, I'm single now. <laughs> Gets drunk, winds up in someone's field. That's where it picks up. Amy's like, Hey, what you doing? And he's like, Oh, you should offer me a ride. And then it's this like back and forth where like, um, holy heck, ain't no way. I just Sutter where Sutter is like going back and forth between, Missing his old girlfriend, whose name I am forgetting, um, Carissa, right? Cassie. Cassie, shoot. Um, it's Cassie. He's going back and forth between missing Cassie and um, wanting Amy, and it's just this back and forth of like, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna keep well, going with Amy or like? Not I that think he can. Okay, so I'll let you go. Okay, so that, that no, that you're you're not wrong. But I think there's a, it's a little bit more to it than there that. There definitely I think. is. I was trying to... It, yeah. It's so... The, the thing about Sutter and Amy is, first off, you got to understand... Uh, well, for, actually, I should clarify. This is not like a... A decent amount of people have seen this movie, but it's not like a super, super well-known movie either. So if you haven't watched it, I would recommend that you go watch it. And then come back and listen to this discussion, and you can kind of join us in that. But basically, Amy is a very good girl, fairly intelligent. She has collegiate aspirations but her family's not super wealthy so she's worried about actually being able to afford college then you have Sutter who has not thought about the future at all he's just living in the moment and he's a party guy he's not like a horrible person but he's not like he's not you're like he doesn't have everything in a row yeah he's not your uh, picture perfect student you know he's and so they kind of meet, and slowly the relationship starts to build. And it starts out as Sutter just sees her kind of as a way to get Amy back. Or not Amy, sorry. Cassie. Cassie is his ex-girlfriend. By who trying breaks to make up her jealous. Him. Yes. And so I, at first, that's kind of what he's trying to do. But then Sutter kind of begins to like being around Amy. And his one of his... I forget his friend's name. Do you remember his friend's name? Oh, the dink. Um, it's like Frank or something. I don't know. No, it was a dorky name, rightfully so. Um, <laughs> this guy was a twig. Yeah. Um, oh, no. What was his name? I need to uh, this out. I don't know. It's not that important because he's not a... No, he's it is because I want to no. bully him. 
Um, <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, you look it up. Um, but basically, it's like Tyra. Like his his friends, like, dang, you're hanging out with this Amy chick. You don't actually like her, do you? And Sutter's like, ah, nah, nah, nah. But basically, Sutter and Amy do start to fall in love, and they su- start to support each other through everything that they're going through. Amy, it's with college and with Sutter. His kind of baggage that not a lot of people really know about is, well, I should say he has two things. One, people do know about. Sutter's kind of a bit of an alcoholic. Very much so, bro. And I've actually... Like a drinking and driving advertisement. Not like a mother's <laughs> oh, against drinking and driving advertisement, but are like, there's hey, actually look, you a... can drink and drive. Well, I'll, I'll get to that. You just reminded me of something. Ricky. I'll try to... Ricky was the kid. It's Ricky. That was the kid. Like, <laughs> Man, looks Ricky. like a Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a Ricky man. Man right, looks continue. like. I think I feel like you're either like not a stud if you're Ricky, or you are like a certified stud he ain't if a you're stud. Ricky. And he's not he's a stud. Not a stud. Um, but so basically, Sutter's dealing with alcohol issues, and then he's also dealing with kind of some trauma from his past because his father just isn't really a picture part. Of, uh, he's not in his life, and he doesn't really know why. And like. And he's kind of, I think he's kind of, he kind of resents his mom because he feels like, She's I think he's kind of, his dad yeah, that he's, yeah, or that he, he feels like, yeah, like, she's maybe the reason why dad left, but, but obviously that's irrational and stupid, but we'll get into that. And, um, so they're kind of figuring all this stuff out. And the reason why a big reason, probably the main reason why I like this movie so much is because it's this very realistic look at a high school relationship dealing with anxiety and like kind of these cliques and like class issues. And I don't, I don't know. And just how people have their own baggage in their own lives. And you might not necessarily know what's going on with them. If that makes sense. Like Amy's got, kind of got this pressure to be to do something and she knows that she can but she feels like her family's holding uh her back and Sutter in kind of the same way his family's holding him back but not in the exact same way it's more the idea of his dad is holding him back from being a better man and I've actually like written essays about this movie before and like in college and stuff so like I've really kind of like dissected it and so Sutter's alcoholism is interesting because it's almost like, to me, how it it comes off as is he, it doesn't seem like it's, he uses it more to cope than it is like a crutch, if that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think he's always a little bit buzzed just to stay loose. Yeah. I don't think he's literally like addicted to alcohol. I think he probably could drop it. But the problem is that he doesn't well, want to. I don't think... Well, um, okay, so there, there's well, no, a point well, there. There's a point there, because when you said that originally, I was like, well, he did quit his job when his boss well, said, like, hey, I'm going to keep you, but you can't drink anymore. You well, can't yeah. show up, buzz, and then yeah, he wound yeah, yeah. quitting because of that. And I'll, and I'll get into that. It, it, he's definitely an alcoholic, but I think it, it looks a little bit different than just, oh, I need alcohol all the time. I think it stems from the trauma that he's had because his dad left. And because he has this unresolved issue, he uses alcohol to deal with that. Alcohol makes life a lot more bearable. He doesn't have to worry about things if he's always Mm -hmm. buzzed. And 
and, and you know what? I'll just kind of segue into the reason this movie's called The Spectacular now. Yeah, I was waiting for the punchline of the movie, and it never really came. Does so it, did it not it. really? Okay. I, I, no, no, I got it, but I thought there was going to be a moment where someone said, The Spectacular now. And I'm like, well, that would be really cheesy, movie. wouldn't it? That would be kind of... Not any less cheesy than some of the other lines. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't think the movie's very cheesy. I think there's a few lines that are. I think there's a really? few lines that are. Like, Interesting. Like, hold my eyes open, but... <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. What scene is that? Oh my gosh. Anytime there's any like interaction between male and female, I'm just like having to hold my eyelids open. Like, what is this anti Riz? Like, don't tell me any words coming out of any of these mouths pulled any individuals back in the day. I refuse to accept the standard of humanity huh. that low. <laughs> I was just like, man, come on now. Like, the conversation between them on the lunch table. Between uh, Amy and um, Sutter. Okay, well, I think Amy's I'd have maybe maybe I'd have to look at some. I remember a dialogue in this movie being very good. Like I haven't I haven't watched it in a, probably a, just under a year. But that's interesting because I thought it was the weakest part. I was like, I like the sentiments, I like the plot, I like the ideas here, but just like I. At some points, I couldn't bear the scripting and like how they were delivering their lines. I was like, interesting, because to me, they both come off as awkward high schoolers that are out of their depth. Yeah, and so you know, and the thing is, the conversations, the conversations that I, the thing is, the conversations are cringy and they're hard to watch, and I think that's why they're good. I think that's why I don't like it because it's hard to watch, (laughs) and I'm just like I watch this and it's hard to watch. Yeah, it's hard to watch uh, sometimes. And I, it but I, I think that's accurate because I will see interactions take place so and in a, hi, I will see high schoolers talk to each other. Like, and especially being, I've been out of high school for basically, well, that, no, that's a fair three point years now. Because, and I was thinking that I was like, this is actually like very realistic. I'm still just uh-huh. struggling to watch at times. <laughs> cause like, just cause those conversations actually occur yeah. doesn't mean at lunch, I'm like listening in on these conversations. Like, oh man, I got to hear these stutters. I got to hear these corny pickup lines. Let me listen into the table beside me. Sure. No. Okay. Me and sure. the boys are debating like important things. Like how many <laughs> steps it would take to climb up the CN tower backwards in one stride. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay but so you would have, Okay. You didn't like the dialogue, but you would agree that it's probably kind of accurate. It's I'm not saying everybody realistic. talks like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I it works for me if you don't enjoy it, fair enough. But I think a lot of why this movie works so much is things like that. There's no unrealistic, there's no happy ending. There's no like the and we'll get to the end of the movie, but like it's not cliché to me. It's very like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Like that's there are people like that that I know in real life that have no, that, that's done fair, stupid I, decisions and that, like. That's a very fair point because there were even when I was watching it in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's like that person, that's that person, that's that person. Um, so I get that. I saw myself in uh, Sutter when he was sitting in the math class. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Out a care in the world. He's yes. Just there like, yes. Hey, oh man, if I fail, I fail, and all I can think is just me in grade twelve functions. Mm-hmm. And just being like, hey, yo, teacher, like, hey, yo, what's teach. going to happen <laughs> is going to happen here. Like, it might not be pretty, but <laughs> I was like, sure. hey, yo, I can finally relate. I will say, I think my favorite character was the math teacher. Uh, simply, He's for a nice character. Yeah, I love He was my favorite because like at the prom, he's like a chaperone. 
and there's mm-hmm. one like three second scene where my guy's just busting a quick little like shoulder pump to the music and i'm just <laughs> like that has earned you not that there was a whole lot of competition but you've just skyrocketed to the yeah. top of my character's list that's funny so um i want to get into amy and sutter's kind of relationship a little bit because i fi- i do find it really interesting and i like it so much because of how like toxic and how realistic it is and i know i keep talking very. about how realistic no it is, but, but it is very like but yeah like the so dynamic between them the conflict of like sutter like almost using amy in a way but not being able to like actually break off because he feel i was like so, oh, you kind of see that a lot in real life yeah so sutter actually begins to genuinely like love Amy. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, there's a part of him that's like, he feels himself changing and he doesn't want to change. He doesn't want to grow because that makes him scared. And, and you know, and I, I had started to talk about the actual theme of this movie or, and with the title and we actually didn't do that. So I'll just do that now. So, <laughs> and it, and it revolves around Sutter, like specifically. So Sutter is always living in the now. Well, <sighs> Kind of. He's living in fear of the unknown. He's afraid that he's not good enough. He's afraid that he'll be like his dad. He's afraid of messing up. That's why he doesn't go with... That's why he just ignores Amy. That's why he doesn't show up. Because he feels like he's not good enough for Amy. So, it's not that he's not... He, he's kind of living in the now, but in a in a different sense. He's... He's neglecting the now. He's not attacking it. The he wants to live in and what and what the title means is living in the spectacular now. It's like uh, it's being intentional. It's not living out of fear of oh what if, what if I can't do this? And no, it's like it's like taking the days in stride kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. choosing to grow. It's choosing to move past. I know we're kind of getting deep. We're getting a little bit deeper on on this episode than the normal, but this is, this is genuinely what I believe is kind of the theme of this movie is Sutter realizes in that I love the scene at the end of the movie where he's actually sitting down and writing that essay for a college acceptance. So mid 2010s, not necessarily in a bad way, but just the fact that it starts off with him writing something and then it comes back at the end, I was like, that is about as 2013 as you can get. Sounds sure. Like an, it feels like an episode of Good Luck Charlie. Sure. And also, this this book was written in the late 2000s. So the movie's... Oh, it's based on a book. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, ah. I, I, think I, had, I meant to mention that at the beginning, but I must have forgot to. I actually own the book and I've read a little bit of it. And it's actually really interesting. I won't get super into it, but the book is like way more depressing than the movie. <laughs> really <laughs> yeah like it's it leans into like more. like Sutter like you know Sutter is sometimes not a great guy but he's not a horrible guy in the movie in the book he's like a piece of garbage <laughs> like <laughs> like he's just not very great but anyway so yeah the spectacular now is this idea of kind of embracing the hand that you're dealt and choosing to be better mm-hmm. tr- to try to be better and Sutter's been been groveling he's been like afraid of that that's so that's where the alcoholism comes in he just he uses that to cope you know and and i think at the end of the movie he kind of realizes i can be i can actually be something and that that the scene with his mom right before he writes his essay where he starts crying 
And she basically tells him, I forget exactly what she says, but she says something along the lines of, you're good enough. You are not, she basically tells him without saying it word for word, you're not your father, you're Sutter. You don't have to be that person. You can mm-hmm. be yourself. And I really like that scene a lot. And so that kind of prompts him, that inspires him to write that, that, that essay and submit it to a college. And then at the very end of the movie, he chooses to go after Amy and she has gone to college because they had been planning on going. That sounds mad predatorial, bro. <laughs> Just go, go after, after Amy. <laughs> uh, find her. her down in Philadelphia. <laughs> Travels across state lines. Well, whatever. And one of my favorite things about this movie is the last shot. So Sutter shows up to her college uh, campus and she's walking out of a building and they see each other and she looks at him like not disappointed, but also not like angry. Like, yeah, not thrilled. It's like this kind of mixed bag of feelings. And I think that's a very accurate like appropriate response to what just happened it's mm-hmm. not this the movie doesn't end with and then they lived happily ever after just ends there. and there, yeah and it just it just ends with that shot and i think that that's kind of the perfect way to end a movie like this because it's and i understand sorry my brain's going all over the place you're good i should i love this movie because and like i said i start it's so it's like perfectly imperfect. Imperfect. It has. It shows all the imperfections of all of these characters. You know, uh, like maybe the mom shouldn't have hid Sutter from his dad from, for, or his dad from Sutter from so long. But also, Sutter probably shouldn't be so naive to think that his dad is this perfect guy. And also, we could get into that real briefly. Sutter and Amy do eventually. Amy's like, we should go see your dad. I don't know why he would bring Amy along for that. I can't lie. That decision boggled me. Even, like, trying to put myself in the shoes of a character. Um, I was like, that just seems like an odd Sometimes some people, like, in real life, kind of like to have that support to lean on. And I also think that Sutter kind of was proud of his relationship with Amy. And so he wanted to... It was kind of like, look, Dad, I have a a girlfriend. Like, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And to me, that felt realistic and people even if that wasn't the best idea people do stupid stuff like that so it's like she got hit by a car for it (laughs) smoked i tell you (laughs) get out of my car i'm sorry (laughs) oh my gosh that scene is so good i love it um like actually i love it not because amy gets hit by a car it's not as good as the taylor i just love when women get smoked by automated vehicles well have i i I talked about the taylor swift getting hit by a car right (laughs) i do i love that scene because it's hilarious i love the amy scene because it like is so like oh god (laughs) like like it's like oh yeah yeah it's scary and uh yeah um no what was yeah i don't well what you know, I've been talking a lot. What you're talking about. But yeah, basically his dad's not very great. He doesn't, they like agree to do stuff and his dad's, Sutter starts to realize that his dad's just basically a bum and he gets, he gets really mad at him and then him and Amy start to go back. They get in an argument and that's what happened. Sutter, Sutter just yells at Amy, Sutter being Sutter, uh, yells at her in the moment and like, is like, get out of the car. And the reason he does that is because he feels like he isn't good enough for her and he literally tells her, like, I'm bad for you. Like, and Amy, because Amy loves him, she's like, no, I don't. 
Like I want, and then she finally gets out of the car because she's he's screaming at her, and then she gets hit. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've kind of. What was the plan going to be though? He's just going to leave her on the side of the road, like. I think in the moment he probably would have come back, or maybe not. Maybe Sutter would have just been like, I can't go back because I'm such a horrible person. But either she got hit by a car, so it's like, oh, okay. That, that, she got a that free issue ride. got resolved. Um, yeah, maybe not free in the States. <laughs> she got care on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but since I've been talking a lot, and I'd probably give this movie like a, like at least a 9 out of 10. I freaking love this movie. Um, so I'll, I'll let you kind of give your thoughts on it now so, that I've spoken on it. I think I have more of an appreciation for it than I do enjoyment. Like, sure. Maybe I'm just not the movie connoisseur I need to be to enjoy it properly. Well, but for and the, me, oh, sorry, you go. Well, going into this movie, I, 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 I'm not gonna say I knew. Like I'm freaking LeBron James, and I can see the future. I didn't know that you wouldn't like it as much as I did, but I had like a feeling that. I mean, you just you don't watch movies as much as I do. You <laughs> no, pro- have you so, seen a movie like this? Um, not that I can think of. Yeah, so like it's this is kind of a bit I given what we've kind of watched I, in the past, this is a bit of a different experience. So I liked the I liked the realism. I liked how it was almost just like a a glimpse into an average life rather than being yeah. some like, you know, crazy It's not a romanticized situation. It's not a romanticized exactly. exaggeration. It's not romanticized at all. And I liked that, but I still just I don't know. I I feel like, well, even though you didn't have to ram- I get romanticize it. the plot in the situation, maybe some more convincing like conversation. I don't know. They just felt really huh. awkward at times. And like I said, maybe I'm just not the connoisseur enough to appreciate it. I'm like such a noob to uh, movies. It's like when I like when there's like a, like a really conceptual album that I show someone and they don't like it because they want a three minute verse chorus huh. verse chorus bridge chorus. I mean that's a good comparison I'm, maybe. That, that's kind of where I'm at as a music or as a uh, movie watcher, a movie maybe. consumer. Yeah. So maybe I just don't have the appreciation for it yet. But like I said, I still liked the ideas. Yeah, and, like and that's the, the plot. Yeah. And that's kind of why I wanted you to see this movie. And maybe I shouldn't have done this one immediately. That's but fine. it's it's whatever. Well, maybe I'll rewatch it later. Yeah, and I wanted you to see it because it, it's a lot. It, it's different than the James Bond. It's different than Oceans. You know, it's it's not a franchise. It's just this simple, small. It's technically, I think it's technically maybe an indie film. It was. It wasn't. It. It's not like it. I think it had like a budget of like two million, which is pretty small for a movie. It's actually very small for a movie, and it only made like six million. So, which is, which is a profit, but. It's a very small, like in terms of scale compared to the movies we've seen, this is not as big as a project. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, with, with all that you in mind that you've said, like kind of continue your thoughts, finish if you want to wrap that um, up. Well, I do. <laughs> do, you, do, you want, do you want my, the rest of my serious thoughts or should I just get everything out of the system now? Do some more serious. And then if you want to joke about some stuff, that's fine. Oh, I do want to joke in a minute, but, um, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Cause like th- those are generally, those well, generally you... were my thoughts. I didn't have too much to say there. There were like yeah. individual parts, like the conversation between Marcus and Sutter made like no sense to me. I was just like, that doesn't, f- that feels very ill-conceived. That conversation where. Talking about his dad? 
Mar- no, when Marcus. Uh, Wait, who's guy, Marcus? Why am I? The guy with. Oh, his her, her Cassie's new boyfriend. I remember. Yeah. Sorry. He comes in and he's all pissed off, like <clears throat> ready to whoop. So he's like, hey, "Yo, what's the deal with you and Cassie?" Because like he was hanging out, Sutter been mm-hmm. hanging out with Cassie a little bit. And then just the the whole mood of the conversation is just really fast. And Mark's like, hey, yo, you know, you're a good guy. I want to be like you. And I'm like, what? But, like, you know, the, these are individual moments that I had issues with or didn't hmm. really get. But I think my overarching thoughts are just that maybe I'm too much of a movie noob to get it. Well, okay, yeah, here. I don't know. I think you'll, I think given some time, see some more movies, learn a bit more. Your, your movie language will, will increase your repertoire. My vocab. Well, yeah, your vocab. Um, and I, I, I should. I'd like. I know what scene you're talking about with Marcus, and I'll. Ha- I'd have to rewatch it, like, because I know what your conversation you're talking about. He comes in, he's mad. Um, Sutter's kind of trying to defuse the whole thing. He's, he's, he kind of throws on his Sutter charm, and he's kind a very of charming guy. Yeah, and. Uh, kind of calms Marcus down. And I remember it kind of going pretty well because the if how I remember it is Marcus is Marcus is trying to trying to be that guy but Sutter's like you're not that you're guy. Not, you're not that guy though. <laughs> and I'd have to watch it again. But yeah, uh I mean that's a fair that's a fair uh, criticism. Um but throw my number my way and we can kind of get into your funny stuff and then maybe do some trivia, wrap it up or get this baby going as it is i'm gonna say a nice neutral five oh which wow can probably increase over time no, i was expecting that's just, that's just like dead middle like sure sure as a movie and i'm saying maybe it'll, okay maybe it'll get better over time fair enough fair yeah. enough i was hoping for like a six that's what i thought you were gonna <laughs> well you know slightly what, Jared, positive but sometimes you can't get everything you want in this life mm. all right I'm going to make you watch, and because of this, I'm going to make the next movie we watch be 2001 A Space Odyssey, and you're actually going to hate me. <laughs> like, if you thought, if you, if you thought this movie had, like, themes that, or, like, scenes that didn't really make sense, or, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, some people love 2001. I am the, I am in the minority. I think that it's a movie that it's, per, that's pretending to say things, and it actually says absolutely nothing. Like, it. <laughs> literally says nothing to say and people think it's so profound and it's it blows my mind anyway (laughs) do you have some uh do you have some funny funny fun time funny funny fun stuff let's talk let's please talk about sutter's fits okay (laughs) this i know okay actually i i will agree but we cannot let these choices slide he cannot get away with this uncharged, unconvicted. We're talking so many unbuttoned polos. Or not unbuttoned, <laughs> sorry, untucked polos. <clears throat> it's like, it looks like you just washed up on the shore from a bachelor's party. But you're showing up to a dinner. It's like, so corny. Nothing fit his frame. Bro's got like the classic like jeans and running shoe combo. Topped mm-hmm. off with some whack colored like so polo hold on bro was whipping out on multiple occasions throughout <laughs> this movie my guy pulls up in the where's waldo 
with the jeans and the red and white striped polo <laughs> on numerous occasions. Where's Waldo? <laughs> I was sitting there like, there he is. <laughs> I found him, right? Okay. We can't be doing that. Also, real quick, the names <laughs> in this movie, <clears throat> some of them, they're a bit janky. Why is Amy spelt A-I-M-E-E? Is her Are her parents dyslexic? What kind of combination of letters makes that say Look, Amy? I couldn't okay, deal okay. with it. I get that. I get that. Like, <laughs> actually. some of my beefs. Okay. The well, fits I, are so bad. But I, I, okay. the thing is, no, actually, I g- 13 for fit-wise is bad. Sure. So. I, I agree with the... Uh, I agree for, like, 90% with the fit thing. But the only, my only thing is, to me, it kind of works with Sutter's character. The, all the unbuttoned stuff and just like the loose back, like he just doesn't care. Like he's just vibing. So, so it, like, it does it does match his character. That doesn't mean it's a good fit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I'm saying. I agree that it's not a good fit. I'm not defending the fit. I'm defending the fit's value in the movie. <laughs> but even like and what um, it's when worth. They're just when there's scenes in the school, I'm just looking around at all these people. Like, Gosh, <laughs> darn. Like at least when you when you look back, Evan, show it, me a picture of you from 2013. Let me let probably me see. just as bad because it's 2013. <laughs> now, mind you, I would have been nine, so like I don't even know. I know I would not have even been in control of my clothing. But like you know, <laughs> I, they're just panning around, <laughs> and I'm like, gosh, when you when you look back on fashion over time, you look back in the 70s, and it's like I don't think the 2010s was that was, bad. There are some strange stuff, but you know, like, oh well. 80s, look back, you're like, yeah, it's cool. Some people were pretty over the top, but that's cool. 90s, you look back, you're like, you know what? That's nice and simple. We mess with that. Not 2000s, all the 90s. 2000s, 2000s, it gets a bit, to a me, bit it's strange. Early 2010s, I'm saying 2005 to 2015, nothing good. Nothing hmm. good. At least in the back half of the 2010s, we moved in. It was so bad before that that they were like, screw it, guys. We're just going to go back to plain T-shirts and plain pants that fit you well and plain shoes. And we're all going to dress really basic. Like, that was the end of the 2010s. Everyone just dressed super basic. And it was it, it was what we needed because the pendulum had swung so far this way into just <laughs> not looking good that they were like, we got we got to revert back to this, guys. We get White T-shirts and blue jeans. That's all we're wearing. So, okay, 2010s, I would man, say... Wow. I would say that I slightly disagree because I think that the latter half of the 2000s is not that bad. And I don't even think the 2010s was that bad. Some of it is, sure. But the early 2000s, like, miss me with those, like, like it's, the, it's from 1995 to 2005. It's, like, halfway through both of those decades, the latter half of the 90s and the first half of the 2000s. It's, like, all they used very, like blue blues and like purple purples and like i don't yeah. know if, and like i hated it and everything like huge like cargo shorts and like everything just uh that is gross to me that's my least favorite i don't even care no, about no, no, any no, no, other no. era the gr- that's the my least by far the grossest by far <laughs> it's gotta be those high school scenes in this movie man i'm seeing amy pulling up to like when they go to see uh sutter's dad <laughs> She's got those capri jeans on, and everyone is wearing I, I, like. I mess every- with capris. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, no. Look, I just got, think like, I. She's got everyone. Everyone's <laughs> just wearing like cheap long sleeves with like patched on pockets in a different color, and it's like you look like a crayon box. You look like a Crayola <laughs> advertisement. All right. Tough. 
L. Oh my gosh. Like, throw a sweater on it, a hoodie, okay. anything. <laughs> I agree that the fits aren't that good. I just think that I just think that there is worse. It's not great. It's definitely far from good. Not I just much think... worse, but maybe there is worse. Sure, 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 sure. I, uh... I think arguably the only thing, like, potentially really worse is, like, skinny jeans. Like, truly skinny jeans on dudes. That might be. <laughs> the, I'm the, not the... saying you can't wear slim jeans, all right? I'm not a big guy, so <laughs> my truly pants, I don't, I don't wear big pants. I wear pants that fit me well. Gosh. If I... If you're a dude and I can see the definition of your muscles or lack thereof through your pants, we have an issue. Okay? Mm. Just go up a waist size or something. That that's the only thing truly worse is when you see someone that has those like painted on pants or jeans. Like Dan and Shay would do this back in like twenty eighteen where it's just like, gosh darn bro, I can see your cheeks in HD. I can see <laughs> yeah. the structural integrity of your male cheeks, and I can't bruh, mess with that. Bro, look at those high-res cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we want to do some trivia? I feel like <laughs> I'd love to... some trivia. Okay. I, I, a couple of these things I, I do remember. One, I, I always thought this was interesting, um, that um, at one point during... Oh, wait, no, my bad, bad, bad. I'm reading the wrong thing. Um, Miles Teller and Shailene Woodley apparently, like, got lunch before they were, like, before they had, like, filming, started filming. Jeez, I can't talk. And the director, who, what is his name, actually? I don't know. I'll look it up in a second. <laughs> the director saw them together and... They didn't seem to, like, be getting along, so he was worried about their chemistry. But then they actually... In real life, they've now become, like... They're, like, best friends. They, like, go on vacation... Like, they go on vacation with each other. Like, their families will go. And it's Which is kind of cool. And that's because of this movie. And uh, I just thought that was uh, just a cute Man, that, that, thing. Man, that's spectacular. Yeah, that is spectacular. Um, where There was one in particular. Um, oh. So, Shailene Woodley did a movie called The Descendants in 2011. And after that, after doing that film, she had not been given any scripts that she was passionate about making. And she was like, these are all buns. I hate these. <laughs> and she had she had considered dropping out of acting. Um, and then she got this script and was like, I like it. And so then she uh, did the movie. And I'm glad she did because I just, I love this movie so Shailene much. Woodley's Amy, right? Yeah, and, and if it's not clear, like I know I talk a lot of talk about women on this podcast. <laughs> but I am dead ass serious when I say that Shailene Woodley is like my dream woman. Like I love Tennille, you know, and don't get me wrong. And I, I love uh, Lizzie McAlpine, but Shailene Woodley, it's like, I don't, I can't even explain it. I won't, I won't, <laughs> I won't dwell on it for too long, but like, bro, she's like, what a woman, what a woman. She's she got put in jail, huh? <clears throat> yeah, she's got a mugshot and everything. <clears throat> I I did I did not know this about Shailene Woodley. Shailene I, I Woodley arrested for criminal trespassing while protesting Dakota Access Pipeline. Oh wait, when was this? Twenty sixteen. Ah, okay. Well, that's not surprising. Freaking all, all actors and their politics. Pipelines. Yeah. I know. It's like, bro, you make a living off of being fake. All right, like, come on. 
trying to politic me. Not that I know a lick about politics, but... Huh. Um, this is, like, a very random... Like, you know how ESPN will, like... They'll, like... It's an ESPN <laughs> fact. You know what I'm talking about? It's just, All like, a... Oh, okay. Like, this this player has set the record for... Like, it'll be most it'll be uber specific made during dinner time in arkansas M- most yeah like, <laughs> yeah yeah most free throws made while peeing <laughs> it's like bro what most free uh, throws made while their so, toe was so less than three centimeters from the line so this one is this this is this says the film includes both miles tellers and shailene woodley's first sex scene <laughs> Like it's not as bad as an ESP as bad as an I can't talk ESPN fact, but I just thought that was funny. Um, oh, I I don't know how to say her name. Gosh, I hate that. Um, for all the people, this is not Evan because Evan's not gonna know who she is. But um, <clears throat> I think her name is Say 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 R Z Ronan. She's in other movies. She's a really good actress. She's in a she's in a movie called Atonement, which is amazing. Um, apparently, she was originally offered the role of Amy, but I guess she declined it, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, well, uh, there's some other interesting stuff in there, but you're not gonna find it interesting, so I won't go through it. Um, um my trivia question is: Did Ricky get the action in the canoe? Oh, 100%. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky's one of those guys in high school that, like, just be, like, he be bagging women that, like, he shouldn't be. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, there was a guy that went to my high school. I will not name him. But I remember there was a period of time, like, four months, where he dated this chick who was, like, was he, I think he was a freshman, and she was a, a senior. And it's like... For one, that it's one thing to be a dude dating a female senior. Like that's yeah. like that's like David and Goliath already. But also to be like completely unattractive and have no charisma <laughs> at all. Like the riz that that oh. man had. Oh, we have a guest. Would you like to say hi? Who is it? Podcast. What do you mean what podcast? No. <laughs> okay, you're making it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Should I leave it? This waves thing? Yes. Okay. We talked about this about an hour ago. Because I said I, I was going to record. Okay. <laughs> Why are you in the dark? Because if I turn those lights on, the lighting he, on my face sucks. He thrives in the dark. One. Yeah, because Evan's so pasty and white, the light reflects off and it really helps I get it from her. She yeah. can't hear you, by the way. I know, she can't. <laughs> <laughs> Should I leave that in, or do you want me to cut that out? Honestly, I mean, like, like chop it up because there's some parts we don't need. But like, as far as her saying what <laughs> podcast and then figure <coughs> out, like... I'll figure it out. Oh, here, wait, wait. What's, what's the time time code? Uh, <coughs> Gosh, um, what, what were we saying? Saying about some dude that pulled a senior girl despite being unattractive. <coughs> oh, some dudes yeah. like that. It's like you know they just seem to get everyone, and it's like, what redeeming qualities do you have? You don't have a job. Like Pete Davidson. You're not in good shape. You're not good looking. But Pete Davidson's funny, right? Some yeah. of these people aren't even funny. I'm like, you just look like an <laughs> ad to quit nicotine. That's all you're, you look like. You look like an ad to quit nicotine. <laughs> That's, That's a, all it. you look like. <laughs> and they got, the, they got the tens. They got the tens lined mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And then you got I like. I don't know what they have. I don't know what they're. Good re- individual. 
I don't know what kind of Riz supple- supplements they're taking, but let me let me. Bro, they're on creatine I, I'm, for sure. I'm trying to the Rizatine. I'm trying to get on that Riz. <laughs> Tell you what, don't get, to get that on, Riz don't get on the Riz in this movie. There was no Riz. <laughs> there was none. Movie. None to be had. Absolutely zero. And yet he was tagging and bagging, bro. Ricky, Ricky, my guy. Shout out to Ricky and whoever whoever the actor is that played Ricky. Honestly, unshout out to Ricky. <laughs> like Ricky, if you ever see me, man, you have full don't right talk to, to me. come up. Don't and talk, talk to me. To me. <laughs> no, he has every right to come up and give me a piece of smile. Like, hey, yo, why are you trash talking me on the podcast? You can say it. Now, granted, I might just flick you away because of the size. <laughs> but like, you, you know, away. if it ever comes to it, you go for it. But un- until I have a reason to not think Ricky is <laughs> the biggest loser, bro, then oh I don't. <laughs> I'm just bullying people at this point. All right. Well. Um, Evan gave Spectacular now a 5 out of 10, which kind of depresses sad. me, but it's not I'm going to rate deal. it on Letterboxd. Oh, yeah. You, you got, you need to, you need to retro, go retroactively review every movie we've done. Like, oh, you should do that real quick. Hard. It won't be that hard. You can just, you can literally just look at our episodes. That's and, true. <laughs> and then just, just, you don't have to give a review, just rate it. Um, but while he's doing that, I, I'll, I'll outro us out, uh, um, from love to from uh, no what was I saying? Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Movies Not Music. If you enjoyed, be sure to leave a comment below. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, you can find both of us on Instagram at the Waves on the Shore, and our personal accounts myself Evan at the Overshore and Jaren at J E P W O T S.